0: Executive in residence with the Management and International Business Department at Loyola University, Maryland. And it's my privilege to join you in this conversation with Don Mannequin. Now, we put this series of interviews with board members and prominent people in the community uh, so that we could uh, Kind of share some of their insights about career, about what work life is like today, uh, and and hopefully uh, give uh, students a sense for you know kind of ways in which they can develop their own careers. So uh, Don, it's a true privilege to involve you in this series, and really thank you for making the time to do it. Would you start us off by giving us a just you know who you are, what your role is in. Uh, seawall and maybe kind of what seawall does, and then we'll take it from there.
1: Great. Well, I'm honored to be a part of this uh, conversation. Um, I've had uh, a couple of years experiences in working directly with students at at Loyola. I've been honored to be a part of this uh, advisory board that you've put up, and I think this is just another example of an opportunity to connect with students to give them a sense of what we're up to and how this could affect them uh, in their own lives moving forward. So thank you for this um, opportunity. So my son and I are founding members of Seawall Development started about uh, 13, 14 years ago now. Uh, we're about 25 strong. Uh, and our work basically is around um, the built community uh, affectionately referred to as the real estate development, but the built community that helps um, really build communities, um, build communities, um, unite the city and really be able to launch really great ideas. Um, and so we've been doing this in, um, uh, in, the, in Baltimore City, um, have had just an ex- extraordinary positive time uh, uh, basically working with sort of functionally obsolescent buildings, uh, working with community um, with not only community that surrounds the projects, but communities that would ultimately be a part of the project. Um, and I think it has sort of taken us to a strategy, a sort of an inside out look in terms of how we do our business. Instead of us coming in and saying, this is what we're going to go do, really to go to look into the communities, to the people that we hope hopefully want to serve, get their input and being able to use the built community to be able to realize that they're, uh, what they're thinking, thinking has been.
0: Just, uh, yeah. uh, you know, I, I think it's interesting, you know, if our students just kind of try to compartmentalize what you said, you know, you started off uh, in real estate, even though you didn't see yourself doing real estate and, and didn't want to do the numbers and number busting part of real estate. Uh, you, prior to that, you were in education Uh, Then you started an office, which you ended up growing uh, and it became larger. Then you started, you became an entrepreneur and started this foundation, right? Uh, And then you went on to, you know, be COO for Baltimore City Schools. Um, You're right, that's a nonlinear path, but it's really interesting to show, you know, that you, you don't necessarily have to be bound by, you know, what you did in college or what you did. Um, I, I want you to get back to kind of talking a little bit more about your background, but what does it take, you know, I mean, maybe this is in the realm of advice for students, but what does it take to feel comfortable making those, or, or at least feel that you can make those kinds of transitions, right?
1: I, I mean, for me, I think I would share with students um, that there wasn't anything that I wasn't doing that didn't feel like there was a purpose to it. It wasn't about what I was doing, it was really about why I was doing it. And I think there's a real separation and I can share with you that the two years that I taught the entrepreneurial class at Loyola, the students for their project for the year was to develop their own entrepreneurial enterprise. Mm -hmm. Um, And we started the class, before they even started the class, they had to watch this Ted talk by Simon Sinek who um it's a great one deals right who deals with you know the why of the world uh, and i said you i want you to before you even come to the first class you got to see this video because it's going to be the basis for what we do and so the students then built their entrepreneurial enterprise using the premise of it's not exactly it's not what i'm doing but why i'm doing it and the the projects that the students came up with were extraordinary Um, There was one um, uh, woman who was an early morning runner in the city and who had some fear that she could be accosted, um, you know, while she was running. And so she came up with this design for a wristwatch that, you know, if she felt, if she felt, wasn't feeling secure, she could push the button. um, And then it would make this loud screeching noise and connect it to either the police or the home but again all of these were a sense of purpose for what they were actually doing um, and i think that was for me the basis for all of these um, these pieces uh, i didn't never thought for a minute i was the ceo of the school system i really thought i was bringing an opportunity to learn and to understand where the various functions were doing and how they could in fact leverage up to do more of what they were doing i mean the there was a young woman who was ran the logistics department for the school. She was a school teacher, a principal brought, came to North Avenue to administrative, and she had um, uh, taken on the role of heading up logistics. And one of which was dealing with mail, you know, there are 186 schools, all the mail came into North Avenue. The drivers had to get it distributed to the schools, never got delivered to school on time. The drivers came at seven, the mail didn't come until 10. I mean, it just was a just, and so for me, I mean, I had no idea about mail delivery, but you know, I was on the board at the United Way with the guy who ran the UPS operation in Baltimore and after a meeting and called him and said, you know, this is what we're faced with. Can you, by God, you, you get up every morning understanding how Donald Mannequin gets his package to Dave Lovison in a day or two days, maybe. Which we've got this issue going at the school system and You know without any question they flew two people in from the west coast for a month spent a time with spent a time with and no charge i mean this was just and so part of it was understanding what i knew which was in this particular case about mail zero but there were stakeholders out there that wanted nothing more than to be engaged because they thought there was real purpose for what they're doing so i i for me everything was really driven by the purpose of what it is that we do want to on a on a living and I to talk about this is in a little later and when you uh, in terms of what I thought were the key ingredients for the work that we were doing and part of which was to be have enough being humble enough to know what you know and smart enough to know what you don't know and be able to go and find stakeholders that want to help you be successful and I would say, the same things to students if they have a genuine interest about what they're doing. There are any number of folks out there that you know want to be of value to you because you represent the next next generation of leaders.
0: Yeah, to uh, elaborate on that because I I was uh, you know I've had the, the 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 opportunity and privilege to talk with some of your folks at Sea Wall and uh, they're an amazing bunch. I mean their energy is contagious. They Um, they're all clear, but it's really, you know, interesting, you know, of all those that I talked to, only one had had prior real estate experience, and they all, the the rest of them said, well, I didn't have any. What do, what would our students need to think about in terms of, you know, putting themselves in an environment where they may not have all the right credentials, but they think they have an opportunity to do some good for that organization, or they think they could be you know, instrumental in the organization. What, what would you suggest to them about how they position themselves, how they, you know, how they have that conversation with an employer?
1: Um, I, I guess I'd sort of say the, the resumes that, that students put together for me are sterile documents. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really do say all the things that you would want the employer to know about you. And so I would share with you the story that um, it was a guy who came to work with us in Columbia in the early days, um, had a perfect resume, you know, um, all the things that he had, all things that he had done, and um, uh, and so he came that day, and it was a beautiful spring day, and the office was sort of busy, and I said, let's take a walk, and so I took his jacket and hung it up, and we took a walk, and. You know, he started out by saying, these are the things that I've done. I said, look, I've, I've read the resume. I understand that piece. It's very, but I'm really interested to hear, tell me how you, tell me what you felt about the work you're doing. And what 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 captured me so much was there was never, a, he never spoken the first person singular. He always spoke in the first person plural. Mm-hmm. It was always about, this is what we accomplished. This is how we did this piece here. Um, and, 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 and you could see he sort of lightened up, and you could see that he had great facial expression and, um, and great hand movement. Like that, there was such a real energy about what he was talking about in terms of the kind of work that, that the company that he was doing with the group of folks that were there. You know, he went on to describe you know, his family, and they took these great vacations. And he said, he said, he never said, I took my family on this great vacation who always says we took our family on this great vacation. And so for me, part of the part of what ought to be communicated for the students is that there's a passion about what they've been doing. They didn't see themselves in the first person singular. They saw themselves as, this is how we could work together. This is what I can bring to your organization as a whole, how I could fit in uh, to, to feel uh, a sense of, um community, a sense of a holistic way to look at it. And and so, you know, David and I ended up sitting on the curb uh chatting some more and one of the partners came by with a few extra beers that they had that they'd been someplace. And David and I sat out there drinking a couple beers and just talking. And I felt that that the decisions that I was making at the time that I think that the students ought to be thinking about is how to communicate your cerebral piece from what you're feeling inside your heart about what you're want to get accomplished and you know it's it's a discipline it's a thought process that I think is just you know important to have I hope that gives you some hope that is an answer that that you were looking for a direction
0: well well I I certainly it was for me I hope the students kind of recognize that because you know you know we've had the opportunity to be around for a while so we uh, you know, picked up a few things. But, but one of the things I think that's really implicit in that is, um, you know, the, 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 the kind of skills that the students are gonna need for most of the jobs they're gonna go for, everybody is gonna have those skills, right? The resumes are gonna be identical. And consequently, you're hiring people, right? And there's gotta be some aspect of you that comes through. Um, and, you know, like your, I think you said his name was David, but like your conversation with David, it wasn't, you know, me intervie- you know, you interviewing him, but it was a conversation. You were, you were almost starting to work together, right? In that <laughs> conversation, you know? And, and at that point in time, the next steps are pretty easy, right? Well, we, you know, we're already seeing we can sort of form this relationship. What, what uh, maybe this would be my last question, uh, Don, what do you think is the, uh, what are some of the things maybe our students should be trying to do now? To kind of get themselves ready for a job obviously there's networking and other stuff but what would you suggest that they do to get ready I, to work
1: i mean i've thought about this for some time now in preparation and i the students need to leverage up relationships um they're either within their family who they know uh, and it doesn't even need to be uh i'm interested in a in a job i'd like to go and talk to um uh, Donald Mannikin, for example, um, just about, you know, his career, what he's doing, uh, in terms of just being a part of a conversation that says, you know, that's really, these are the kinds of things that I'm interested in also, um, you know, community building or architecture or, um, uh, construction, um, or, or nonprofit work. Um, you know, these are things that, that, the student is then beginning to share with me as the listener. Uh, and, then, and then there's just this sort of ripple effect from there. Either I've really caught on to what this student has been saying um, and then being able to uh, network with, for him. Because so much now is, you know, you, you send the resume in by, the, by an email and it sits in a group of them and you never really get that opportunity to sit like you and I are although we're 600 miles apart um, (laughs) to sit face to face with each other. And so I just would share with students that they ought to take every opportunity to connect, have the university be a resource for the students to be able to, these are the companies that uh, we can help connect you with. There are the the advisory board that we're engaged with, there are alumni uh, that have gone through um, the university who are still in Baltimore or wherever they're, may be living um, just to be able to sit in a room and share with them. Tell me more about your business. You know what, I mean, I have interest in being an accountant, you know, tell me about how you got started, you know, so that it was less about being the, the interviewer or the interviewee. It's really about the interviewer. How can I learn from what you've actually done in terms of your career? But again, I, I think so much of it is about networking, not being bashful, uh, being polite, but not being um, being bashful. And uh, I think that there's just a world of opportunities um, out there for people to get connected. Um, so I'm I'm, I'm going to lose. I'm losing a little bit of. I got 10 percent left in here.
0: Okay. So, well. Well, I I think you exhausted 100 percent of my questions. So. Uh, I think we're doing great, and I think that's that's a good bit of advice to end up on, Don. Uh, You know, the uh, I don't. I hopefully we're not deficient in this, but I think one of the things that we really do and should emphasize with our students is uh, the importance of being able to feel that they can have these kinds of conversations, right? right? You know, that they are in a sense an equal with the other. For instance, even in an interview, you're an equal because. You you have something that they want, right? You know, and and you should be as satisfied with what you're going to get out of it as what they're going to get out of you. So I think this is wonderful advice, and uh, I, I hope it. Uh, I hope our students take it to heart.
1: Well, and I would also say I just want to make sure that they really understand that the folks like you and I and the other folks on their advisory board want to be stakeholders in their success. Yes. Um, I think that's really an important message for them to know we're not doing this because we have to do it. We want to do it because you do represent the next generation of folks that are going to take us to another level and you're going to take our experiences, what we're doing and be able to learn from that and build that to something higher than was there before.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a wonderful way to end and I cannot find a way to top it. So uh, <laughs> I'm gonna thank you for making time to, to have this conversation with our students. Uh, I do hope you'll give my best to Brigitte and yeah. uh, continue to take care of yourself I'll All do as well. And uh, thank you so much, John. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.